Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And on today's Word for the Day, we continue our series entitled Practices for Holy Lent. And a reminder that these are these are not like specific Lent practices as much as they're just good practices I would encourage you to explore during this Lenten season. And number four is sacramental confession. Sacramental confession. So what is that? Well, in the Anglican tradition, we have retained the practice of making confession to a priest. Now, we have some different beliefs around it than you'd experience, for example, in the Roman Catholic Church. Um, in the Roman Catholic Church, they have a distinction between what's called mortal and venial sin. Not going to go into a lot of the details about that, but mortal sins are sins that in their theology kill grace in you. And if you don't go to sort of confession to a priest, you can't be absolved from them. So so it has sort of a, almost like a legal kind of bend. It's related whether you can come to communion. That That's not part of our, our understanding or use of this practice. It probably is more like the Lutheran understanding in this, that it's a, it's a gospel sacrament. It's a gospel sacrament. And we often say, um, all may come to confession. No one has to. Some maybe should for the good of their own soul, not from a, you know, you ought to, you bad person, but maybe it would be really healing for your soul. And that maybe is the best way to capture. We understand sacramental confession as a gift from God and a tool in the church to help people find healing for their soul. So why would you come? Well, a couple reasons. Sometimes people have something from their past that's just so heavy in their conscience. They've they've confessed it to the Lord, and they know in their head that they're forgiven, and they they really are. But it just just bothers them, and so they just need to say it to someone else. So what sacramental confession does is it creates a safe, protected, wise place to do that. Anyone who is a priest is trained to do sacramental confession, and they have uh, pretty strict. There are pretty strict rules around how it's practiced. For number one, there's a thing called the seal of the confession, and what that means is anything that's confessed to me, I can't tell anyone else about. Really, the only thing that might be an exception to that, like if you if you came to me for confession and told me about a capital crime or or you know some serious maybe maybe you know something as horrible as pedophilia, you know I couldn't absolve you and really not do my duty to make sure you know you're held accountable for that. But but other than something like that, it's a complete and total seal. Meaning, once the words of absolution are said, um, I cannot and will not ever tell anyone about it. I won't even talk to you about it unless you come back to me and you want to talk about it. But I'm done with it. It'll never come up again. And so this is strict, strict, parallel to like a counselor, strict, strict, strict rules of confidentiality. So it's a safe place. Number one, it's a place where there's authority. And what I mean by that is not authority in terms of controlling, but a, a representative authority of the church saying, you're forgiven. And so in my role as priest, I represent the church and I speak on behalf of God in the church and declare words of forgiveness. And then and then the third thing 
and it flows out of that is there's an objective side to it. You know, you 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 know the Bible verse: if we confess our sin, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That promise is true, and you know it in your mind. But there's something about hearing a human being say it that's powerful. So we do words of absolution every uh, liturgy with the general confession. Sacramental confession goes a step further, and you name specific things and hear words of forgiveness over that thing and a release of grace and forgiveness over that thing. And something about, for certain things in our lives, um, bringing them to the light in a wise, safe place and hearing words of forgiveness, um, that can be really liberating. So that's that's kind of one purpose for sacramental confession. It can be, you know, there's something really, really heavy in your conscience, and you just cannot kind of emotionally get free from it. And that can be really liberating to bring that to that safe place. Second reason is sort of just for ongoing spiritual health. There are people that regularly go to a confessor, and they bring these things before this other person because it helps kind of dislodge things from their soul. Um some people do that regularly, others don't. Probably most don't. Um, but there is a tradition of like just every so often kind of doing a spiritual house cleaning. Of course, you can do this by yourself with the Lord and it can be super helpful in sort of maybe taking the Ten Commandments and just kind of praying through them and saying, God, how have I violated this commandment? Just Not just outwardly, but inwardly in my heart. You know, um, the commandment says not to murder, but Jesus said, if you hate someone, you're a murderer. Hey, Lord, man in my heart, have I murdered someone? And maybe let him bring that to mind and just confess that and just do like a periodic house cleaning. Really can be super refreshing for your own spiritual life. Um, But it can be helpful to do that with a priest. Okay, so that's kind of another reason to do that. So how do you do it? So here's what I encourage people to do. I encourage people to get alone with the Lord and write down what they want to confess either make a checklist or maybe even just write out sort of a letter to the Lord and encourage them to be uh, specific and concrete, but not graphic. So, you know, you don't want to be so general like, Lord, I just want to confess that sometimes I'm just sort of impatient. Yeah, that's, that's pretty general. You know, you want to maybe be like, you know, Lord, when I drive, I'm often impatient. And even like yesterday and the day before, I really got angry at a person and I used bad language. They didn't hear me and I just, I crossed the line. I know that. I want to confess that, that in the pattern of that in my life. Or maybe if someone wants to confess certain sexual sin, you'd really just name the category. Maybe someone struggles with pornography. You don't need to tell the priest every time you looked at that, what it was like and go into any graphic detail. That's that's not needed for you or for the person listening, but you can say, Lord, I, I, I have I've cultivated a habit of looking at pornography and I and I want to confess that as sin. That's that's enough. That's concrete, it's clear, it's not soft peddling, but you're not going into needless detail. The Lord knows all the detail and and but it's enough. So and and just sort of pray, get with the Lord, and maybe maybe like I said, take the Ten Commandments and just do a review and kind of go, what do I need to confess? That's if you're kind of doing the house cleaning version. If you have something on your heart that's bothering you, then you know what that is. And I would simply say, um, maybe maybe write it out what you want to say. Maybe you don't need to, but just come and name that. Maybe something that happened a long time ago, a specific wrong, 
and be ready to come and tell that in sacramental confession. What I typically do when I meet with someone, not always, but what I typically do is I go into to a chapel and we both look at the altar and I listen to them as they talk to the Lord and make that confession. In fact, our right for confession is invites the confessee, the, the person doing the confessing, to say that to the Lord. I listen. And then I might offer a word of encouragement or maybe sort of a counsel. Um, nothing heavy. No, no, no penance. I won't give you penance because Jesus has taken all our sin of the cross. We don't do penance. But I might encourage you to, to explore a spiritual practice that can help you um, kind of overcome that sin, or I might, you know, encourage you to take another step. And then I'll declare words of absolution, and then it's over. It's really that simple. Sometimes it's like 10 minutes. It's not super long. Um, people who've done this, I think often the first time, it can feel intimidating, and that's perfectly understandable. But what I'd say is any priest who's worth their salt and knows how to do confession will will make you feel loved and encouraged and welcomed and blessed. And you should come away with just a deep feeling of grace, of mercy, of the Lord's kindness. And I would just say, you know, anyone who feels like it'd be helpful for them to come to sacramental confession, the Father just is so encouraged by that. Now, let me say this again. It is not a requirement in our church, number one. Number two, you may never go to sacramental confession, and there's nothing wrong with that, and no one's going to get in your case, and I'm certainly not either. But it's there, it's available, and if you'd like to explore it, I'd encourage you to reach out to me or to our Pastor Andy or maybe another priest you know about the possibility of maybe um, trying that spiritual practice out sometime during this Lent. God bless and have a great day.